to Excuse, Excuse My friend. friend. I'm Alexis. I'm Julia. And we have such an exciting guest today. We have Beauty by Dr. K. She is the famous plastic surgeon. We love her. She is doing some of our favorite influencers and celebrities. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yay. 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 I'm so excited. Yes. Yay. Well, thank you for being here. So I really want to know... What made you want to become a plastic surgeon? Well, I grew up in a family of doctors, and oh. I have always loved art, beauty, and to me, the face is the most interesting anatomy of the whole body. It just creates the person that you are, and the ability mm -hmm. to give someone confidence and mm -hmm. inspire them and correct little flaws and insecurities that just transform them to their best version of themselves that's what inspires I me that. i love that oh. yeah. it's the money maker right what now what would you say some like anti-aging advice is for teens 20s 30s and 40s there are important things you need to do at each stage of your beauty if you're mm -hmm. in your 20s you definitely need to be using vitamin c every day twice every a day, day and sunscreen and 20s is a great age to experiment with, perhaps, if you're someone who has a lot of expressive lines, you frown a lot. Mm -hmm. In your late 20s, starting Botox is a great idea. Prevention mm -hmm. is key. In your 30s, you should definitely start a really good neck cream, eye cream, and a Retin-A product. Retin-A, mm -hmm. number one thing to prevent fine lines and wrinkles and grow your collagen. And then I would say 40s is the time to look for areas where you're getting early volume loss, like you can preventatively treat under eye hollows and not get eye bags. Mm -hmm. So like under eye filler, when you start to feel a little heavy in your lower face, doing cheek contouring. Mm -hmm. And then 50s and 60s is where we might start doing little mild procedures, lasers, threads, tightening procedures, surgeries, maybe regrowing mm -hmm. your own collagen mm -hmm. with regenerative therapy. That's cool. Yeah. There's so much out there. So much out there. <laughs> you mentioned... Retinol, retinoid, retin-A. Are, are those all the same thing? I'm very confused on the retinol thing. Can you elaborate? Yes, it's super confusing. But the number one thing to remember is get on any one of those products. I don't care if it's a retinol, a retinoid, or a tretinoin. Get on it because if you haven't already started, you're behind the game. And if you're in your 20s, you can start with something easy like over-the-counter oil of Olay or Rock, as long as it's got the words retinol in it. Hmm. The strongest and most potent and best product to use is Retin-A. It comes as three or four different percentages. You're always going to start at a low dose, work up tolerance to it so your skin can handle it, and then get up to a higher dose, like a 0.1%. Mm. And tretinoin is the one that you get from the pharmacy. We all have one in I our bathroom one. drawer. Yep, it sure makes do. your skin like dry, scorched earth, and you end up not using it. So I definitely mm. suggest find a really good formulation that's going to be easy to use that you'll actually use. Okay, so it's not just me. Not I just have do you have issues with it? I have it in my bathroom. And <laughs> I use it. That. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, why am I like flaky and it looks terrible and it, it's just awful. Uh -huh. So I stopped using it. Exactly. So I have to like combine it with... The tretinoin, the prescription grade stuff is so strong yeah. and people think a little is good, a lot is better. And then you end up like really dry, irritated, peely yeah. and cracked skin. It's not, not really usable. So you need a formula that blends the strength Mm -hmm. with really good cosmetically elegant moisturizers and products that calm the skin inflammation like my skincare line has 
green tea, really good ceramides and peptides. So it's like mm -hmm. a package of wonderful nourishing ingredients. You're not going to get mm -hmm. scorched dirt mm -hmm. skin. We all that's, need that's your products. So yeah. everyone listening, get her <laughs> products. <laughs> Real quick, where can they find this online? Well, on our website, beautybydrk.com. It's D-R-K-A-Y. And that product is called Diamond Line Refine. And it okay. gives you just a, a really beautiful glow. And okay. with every retinol, start with every... You know, you want to start with perhaps once a week or twice a week and mm -hmm. then gradually work up to every other night. And remember quantities using a pea-sized amount is enough for your whole face. That's, it's wow. not that's my problem because I feel like that's not oh enough and I lather all of it on and I just feel like I'm doing it all wrong. Yeah, and it's not one pea here, one pea there, one pea. No, it's one pea and a quarter of the pea on each quadrant and then... Oftentimes, if you're sensitive skin, mix it with a quarter size of a nice moisturizer. Wow. So the combination applied everywhere. Okay. Can you put it Let's underneath know. your eyes? You certainly can, but only if you're an experienced retinol user or retin-A mm -hmm. user. Like you've been on it for six months. Yes, you can. And actually, I've come up with an eye cream that ha it's one of the only eye creams that has retin-A in it. Because mm. oh, this thin, that. crepey skin needs its collagen production. It, it needs <laughs> some love. It, it needs, needs some a love in yeah. there as you get older, right? I know SPF is a huge part of anti aging what should we be looking for when purchasing an SPF product well above all things make sure it covers UVA UVB and mm -hmm. UVB is the bad rays of the sun that can create skin cancers mm -hmm. UVA is the aging rays and then it's great to have infrared coverage and blue light coverage and other coverages so look for that look for SPF 30 and above 50 is better, mm -hmm. although you don't get that much more protection by going from 50 to 100. You get like 2 mm -hmm. or 3%. That doesn't matter in one afternoon of exposure, mm -hmm. but it matters over the course of 30 years of living in Southern California. The right. higher percentages do uh -huh. give you a smaller amount mm -hmm. of increased protection. So for me, I uh -huh. tell everybody SPF 50 okay. for sure. That should be your daily, every day, even when it's cloudy, even when you're working indoors. Mm -hmm. You need your sunscreen. Mm. What's the perfect skin regimen? Wow. Well, that's so hard because you need to individualize. However, everyone listening can benefit from hydration. And mm -hmm. hyaluronic serum brings mm -hmm. a thousand times its water weight into the skin. Mm -hmm. Sunscreen is definitely part of that regimen. Mm -hmm. Antioxidants. So not only do you have to block sun from bad UV penetrating, but you want to remove the damage. So antioxidants... Mm -hmm. Just like putting lemon on an avocado prevents browning. Hmm. I didn't Same. know that. Yeah, well, now you <laughs> oh, know. Yeah. When you're making your guacamole, <laughs> you got to put some lemon too. on the oh avocado. God, I didn't know that. You didn't well, know that? No. Okay, well, all of us in California know that. But, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good to know. But for the same reason, putting vitamin C on your skin helps eliminate brown mm. spots and oxidative damage that the sun causes browning and mm. aging. And then the retin-A. So if I had to come up with four, yes. like a four-step ideal thing, it would be a sunscreen, a vitamin C serum, hyaluronic, wow. nighttime retin-A. In, uh, in that order or what order? Because it's so complicated when you have the hyaluronic and the serums and so many creams. Yeah, like do we what? wash our face or no wash? Yes. So get a good wash. I okay. like. Do you not wash your face? I do. My <laughs> own business. I do wash my face. Remove your makeup for sure. <laughs> get a good glycolic wash. Mine is great. It removes makeup and grime and the dead layer of skin that just sits there. You know how adults get adult dullness? Yes. Like children have glowy, sparkly skin. Yeah. And yeah. 
adults are just a little dull. The glycolic wash, it gobbles up all the dead skin sitting on the surface. And it gives you that nice, like, turnover of skin. So wash your face twice a day. Then you put on your actives. That would be, like, vitamin C. Okay. And then the hyaluronic hydration to seal in moisture. Mm-hmm. After that, you can do any corrective things like your eye cream or mm-hmm. other areas, neck cream mm-hmm. and sunscreen on top. Okay. And then you slap on the makeup and then mm-hmm. you're good to go. I love that you broke it down for me because that's my thing is I never know what order because is it true that if you do it out of order or certain creams go with certain things and it won't work? It's Not con- necessarily. It's so confusing to me. It actually is. There's so much product overwhelm mm-hmm. now that yes. everyone and their mother yeah. has a skincare line. And, and I want to simplify it for the listeners. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that those like those are the four key things that you really need. And like the order is always going to be strength first. So your mm-hmm. strongest, most active ingredient that's got correctives in it. Mm-hmm. And then seal that in with a layer of hydration. Mm-hmm. And then protect with the sunscreen. And then makeup is optional on top okay so her and i fight about this do you think makeup is bad it's not bad but it certainly blocks pores it's it's comedogenic it has bacterial content and does it make you age i think that powdery makeup settle into fine lines and can make it worse so i do think there's that i think the constant traction on our skin (laughs) like when you're putting eyeliner on and you're right and you're like that's i try to do that too is bad on Sundays, I'm like, I'm doing a bare face day because I really feel like I need to let my skin breathe. I agree. Is, does that benefit if we do some no makeup days and just let yes. our faces be? And sometimes I just don't put anything on my face. I am a huge fan of going makeup free. Mm-hmm. And I think we've been indoctrinated into this society that makes us think we have to be so mm-hmm. perfect and flawless and mm-hmm. presentable mm-hmm. that it's irritating. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to go to work like yeah. a man one day where I just shower, <laughs> jump out of the shower and yeah. go and like so barely easy. use yeah. right. Dove okay. and like... Yeah. A little splash of sunscreen. That's it. It's interesting because when I, when I don't wear makeup, like say I don't wear makeup for like three, four days, I have the worst breakouts. Really? When I wear makeup, yeah. I mean, obviously I take it off and on, but I think it has something to do with my oils. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why. Mm-hmm. Maybe the makeup like helps with the oils, but I have the opposite effect. So maybe anyway. it's you removing the makeup that like kind of exfoliates your face a couple oh, times a, a day yeah. when you're not really doing that that's when true. you're just washing oh, and you're splashing. Good. Maybe yeah, that more so. <laughs> I'd say makeup is always going to be worse and always going to break you out more. Yeah. And you'd be shocked if you saw the bacterial fungal content of most of our makeups. Stop it. Oh, gross. Yeah, honestly, the studies that they've done show that most average makeup containers have six different bacteria growing in them. Come nice. on. Even your clean, fancy stuff, you know. Oh, mine oh, must be a mess. Clean the brushes, right? Clean How the brushes. How often should we be cleaning the brushes? Uh, at least weekly. Okay. Yeah. I, we, you, we're not. Daily, <laughs> if you're a heavy makeup girl, like yeah. three times a day makeup, you oh, clean man. them daily. My brushes must be filled with so much gnarly stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ask the question that you and I go back and forth. Oh, that we've been debating. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Alexis and I can't, we do not agree on this. I feel like men age better than women because they don't load their faces up with makeup and all mm. the things. Is and that, I disagree. I and think she men thinks women just, age better. Oh no, it's kind of scientifically proven that men age better. I actually, told you. Actually. I told you. Yeah. Like, I'm looking that up later. You should listen to me more. <laughs> no, yeah, you know what it is? Thing. It's because men have thicker dermis. Just physiologically, oh, okay. their skin is, it grows differently. Okay. They're thicker dermis. They shave every day, which is like, micro you know they're dermaplaning their face every day mm. which stimulates turnover and circulation and they have thicker muscle groups under mm. more blood flow to the area mm-hmm. yeah so wow. all those things are the main reasons yeah. not so much to do with makeup and stuff like that i didn't think so yeah. but i don't know some of these guys when they get older I'm well, like, I'm like oh i'm like they, i feel like they age well like mm, they look good yeah like, you and I, we have a different we, we just go on and on about this it's like so you say to start Botox, like, late 20s. As soon as you're seeing fine lines at rest, we call those static lines, mm-hmm. there's no reason for that. Like, these areas that we're expressing with frowning, squinting, mm-hmm. um, pouting, like, those are unnecessary emotions that we can actually use our words to express. Right, <laughs> we don't need to, like, show them. We don't need that there. Yeah, and so if you want to prevent, you know, skin is like a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. If you repeatedly fold a piece of paper or a tablecloth, it's going to get creases. Mm. No matter how much you try to iron them out, you're going to see where the crease, mm. that's a static line. It's scary. So Botox is the idea of stopping those expression lines to never get those permanent creases. I love the way you say that, though. Like, that makes it easier to Oh, when to you understand. paint that picture of yeah, the, like the paper, piece of paper. Like, I get that now. Like, yeah. I get that a lot more. So it's more of a yeah. preventative, but not so much if you already, if you already have the lines, does it erase them or is it more of it a It does help soften them. So after uh-huh. you've done three or four visits with Botox, even if you're coming to me and you have number 11s or frown lines, they will soften and improve because just like I'm folding the paper less, it tends to flatten out. And mm. then it, it does correct it over time. Okay. Yeah, okay. not every line. If you wait till they're deep railroad tracks, they're not going to oh, go away no. with Botox. Start early to... So prevention to is that. key, right? Yeah. Like why wait till you have lines and have to correct them mm-hmm. later? Just... I started at 27. I was going to okay. ask you that. That's a good yeah. age. And, and you look fabulous. Yeah, you look amazing. Oh, thank you. I just never got those lines. Then we do have people who mm. don't have lines that are coming in at young ages because they are beauty perfectionists. Mm. And they want like a certain beautiful Kylie arch to their brow. Mm. Or they just have a look that they're after. Mm. And I think that's totally okay, too. Whatever that's makes like, you feel totally. like good. Yeah. And do you feel like filters nowadays? Do you feel like everyone wants to look like a filter? They do, but it's like just like putting makeup on. Like, what's wrong with it? Some mm-hmm. days I want to put a filter on to show up feeling pretty. I feel good on the inside, mm-hmm. but my outside may not reflect it, mm-hmm. so why not? Yeah. The only time I think all of us have had this moment where we start to dislike our face and we're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is what I look at. I look like this without a filter. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> psychologically, moments, yeah. you feel like, okay, this is probably not the best for my mental health to always turn my phone mm-hmm. on and always put my filter before I can yeah. tolerate my face. We just stopped no. doing that because it was like, it yeah. felt that way. Because then like, when oh. the filter turns off, it's like, oh gosh, I do not like that. And yeah. you know, someone like me, I don't want to rely on the filter. Same. I don't yeah. want to dislike my own image so much that uh-huh. I need to see myself filtered. Yeah. yeah. It's challenging because we're surrounded by images of beautiful women who are fully filtered. And then we start to reprogram our brains to think that that filtered face is what the average girl, normal yep. girl looks like. And it's certainly not. Like dealing with beautiful influencers movie stars and actresses, Mm -hmm. they come in looking like regular girls. 
They're often mm-hmm. in their sweats. They got no makeup. They're not mm-hmm. all done up. Mm-hmm. And they're just really nice, regular people. They mm-hmm. have great bone structure. But we all throw on our face. And so I really so want people out there to not compare themselves to the filtered yeah. version that's touched up and edited. And yeah, you don't totally. even know what procedures they've had done. Everyone's yeah. had... Everyone's had so many things done these yeah. days. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Have you ever had somebody come in? You've had to kind of cut them off. It's like, oh, you've had too much, or oh, I, yeah. yeah, you shouldn't Wait, have really? this. Wait, really? I've been always, dying. To know this. Yeah. Always, <laughs> every really? day of the week. Yes. No. This is L.A. So yeah, <laughs> you see it all, right? <laughs> this is Hollywood, yeah. baby. We so, see people who've been. I think they're in que- in the quest of this perfect appearance, mm-hmm. and they don't realize every day that they get something done their brain resets and mm-hmm. resets to this new image so they don't realize what they're starting to look like. Mm-hmm. You have to remind them. You really do. Yeah. That's interesting. What's normal, yeah. what's wow. normal. That makes sense. Well, have you ever had somebody come in and just, you've had to fix somebody else's work, just like some bad botched up we do. I fix. do a lot of lip filler dissolving because lip filler migration is a thing now mm. that people have had so many syringes or bad technique or they're going to little medispas or untrained injectors. So mm. I do dissolve a lot of overfilled faces, under eye puffiness, like mm-hmm. you can see the filler, lip, mm-hmm. lips that look like duck lips or trout pout. Mm-hmm. So. Did you say trout pout? I've yeah. never heard that. <laughs> trout pout. Wait, you don't want the trout pout. Hold on. Can you please explain what trout pout means? Well. <laughs> I'm zooming in on that. The lips protrude, especially yeah. like on the side profile. Sometimes lips look good from the front, but from the right. side, they unnaturally stick out of the it's face sticking. like Elise. Simpson. Right. It's like a a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And I think people would be surprised how many men get work done. I think so. And they're very reluctant to be filmed. Otherwise, I'd post more pictures of that on our Instagram. Mm. So they keep that on the DL. (laughs) Yeah. But for guys, the most common procedures are Botox or Brotox, under eye filler, Mm. and then the chiseling things like chiseled cheeks, the sharp angular jawline, Mm. and chin projection. It's definitely very masculinizing, Mm -hmm. and it gives you that kind of GQ model look. But yeah, yeah. love a good chiseled jawline. Yes, (laughs) yes, and actually, actually, lip filler, lower lip pout is so popular for guys. What's the most popular now for girls? Like, what do you? What are people coming for? Lip filler and contouring with cheeks and jawline. I would say so jawline okay. super popular right now. Okay. I okay. figured that was like yeah. the next. I also like do a lot of sculpture for butt injections for augmentation, uh-huh. like a more natural look, not a Cardi B kind of a bigger butt, but a Victoria's Secret, very uh-huh. athletic and like Tight. all the right proportions, yeah. taut and firm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. I saw you do some of the butt stuff. You do all yeah. of it. I yeah. mean, these butts look amazing. So on good. Your, on your Instagram, <laughs> I'm always like, damn, <laughs> look at that butt. <laughs> butts look great. <laughs> they do look good. But the good thing is it's good for every body type too. Cause mm-hmm. I would have patients that come in that have a fuller figure. Like you wouldn't think that butt is the thing that they need to get done. But that's what they want to do, and they look good. They want to look good by the pool. It's amazing. And I think it's fabulous. Yeah, it works for every body yeah. shape. They want to, like, send those, like, cute selfies or, like, mirror pics. They want to yeah. look hot. Yeah. You know what I love about your thing. work is it's so natural looking. Oh, thank it you. It looks so natural. I yeah. like that. I think it's important because the best work is not seen, actually. 
you can't even tell that the person has had work done. So mm. whenever our industry's critiqued for people looking fake and unnatural, I feel sad mm-hmm. that because you're seeing the filler work and you should really never, you mm-hmm. should just see mm-hmm. an aesthetically proportioned pretty face. Yeah, so if somebody wants to see an aesthetic injector or get anything done, what are some things to look for or red flags to look for? You definitely want to look for credentialing. So how many years have they been in the aesthetic industry? Mm -hmm. Did they just take a weekend course and they're an RN somewhere who's just learning? So the average consumer out there thinks like, okay, I'm going to see a nurse. A nurse injector's Mm got to be really well trained. Mm -hmm. But the sad story is you can be an emergency room nurse, a pediatric nurse, a cancer nurse. You can take an eight-hour weekend class and start up tomorrow injecting people's faces. Oh, that's scary. That's awesome. Yeah. I would be terrified. Yeah, and the same goes for doctors. I could that's be a crazy. pediatrician, never touched a face in my life, wow. and I can do a Botox training course and the next day mm-hmm. open a med spa. You're someone who's looking for one of the best injectors out there. Look, start your search with the core specialty. So dermatology, facial plastic surgery, mm-hmm. plastic surgery in general, or oculoplastics. Mm. And people mm. that are outside of that general path, they've come into aesthetics from, for, through a different route. They might still be good, but you mm-hmm. have to do your homework and make sure that they've had more than just a little weekend course here and there. Now, what if someone wants to go with like the more natural approach? They don't want to be injected. They just, they want to do facials or microdermabrasion. Like, what do you recommend? Like, what's like a good... What would you call that? Just good ways to enhance good services. Your appearance. Yeah. 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 Face maintenance because we all need maintenance. It's mm-hmm. like I tell patients you won't drive your car for 80 years without putting a service into it. You got to do an oil good. change. You got to do a refresh of the tires, the paint. So mm-hmm. same thing with faces. So microneedling is actually one of the more popular things mm-hmm. that we're doing. It's collagen stimulating. People who don't want to look injected and don't want to get into filler and Botox, there's so many options. We do platelet-rich plasma injections. That's where we draw your own blood. Mm -hmm. We harvest the stem cell growth factor layer, and that can be injected to soften under-eye lines. It can be injected for hair growth, for skin and, you know, lines and wrinkles. It can be needled in. And then we have the therapies that grow new collagen, like Sculptra. It's a product that turns on your body's ability to grow new collagen. Mm. Or radius, which when when it's diluted, grows collagen framework under the skin. Mm. So that's collagen you own. Fillers, you know, you rent them for a year, they go away. You rent them for another year, they they could keep going away. Collagen that you produce yourself, we call it bioregenerative therapies. Mm. These are products that are going to improve you long term. Okay. Mm. Speaking of collagen, I've been seeing mixed reviews on it. So collagen supplements, the powdered collagen, does it actually work? It actually does work. And I've actually come up with my own collagen. I think it's so critical. And we did, there's a published meta-analysis that looked at 30 of the most recent studies looking at more than 15,000 patients showing that when you take collagen peptides, they do pass through the stomach, get into the bloodstream when they're given it a high enough amount. So if you're taking a collagen powder, you have to make sure it has more than 12 grams of peptides per Mm. serving because that's enough for it to spill over into the bloodstream. Mm -hmm. When you take these products, your body sees these building blocks in the bloodstream and interprets it as, wow, there must be a destructive thing going on. All these bricks of collagen Mm -hmm. have fallen everywhere. Let me remodel and rebuild using Mm -hmm. those bricks. Mm -hmm. So it's like a signaling pathway that your body sees 
the collagen peptides and then starts incorporating them, growing more collagen, more collagen. Mm -hmm. As you age, you're going to make less and less collagen per year. Mm -hmm. So if you're you're in your 30s, you're already going to make like 30% less collagen than when you were. 30s and 40s, it goes down that much. So you need more building blocks to to repair. So what are some, are there like certain vitamins or foods or things internally that can help our skin? What's your favorite vitamin? That's a good idea. That's great. So all the antioxidants, so vitamin Mm -hmm. A, C, E, D, these are really great, important antioxidants to be taking. I think you have to eat a rainbow because fruits Mm -hmm. and vegetables have antioxidants in them. Anything Mm -hmm. highly pigmented that has, um, we call them acanthocyanins. These are products that are found in blueberries, blackberries, Mm -hmm. all kinds of berries. So the really pigmented foods tend to have these really potent antioxidants. Pomegranate. Mm. Pomegranate has resveratrol, Mm. also found in red wine and grapes. And (laughs) that is one of the most potent antioxidants. So like in your daily regimen, taking a vitamin C, taking a resveratrol orally, or eating these things in your diet, Mm -hmm. so important. We have a few questions from... Like listeners, stretch marks. Hmm. How to prevent and how do you get them to go away? It's very challenging because sometimes we feel that you can stop stretch marks from pregnancy and weight gain. And the reality is that they're genetically programmed. So you may not be able to, if your mom had them with her pregnancies, Mm -hmm. you might be getting them. But the skin, when it stretches slow and with good moisture levels, is not likely to create stretch marks. So slow, moderate weight gains, like don't just balloon up if possible, and also (laughs) don't just lose weight really fast. Those things are not good. Mm -hmm. And then using really good emollient moisturizers. Mm -hmm. So Retin-A has been proven to improve stretch marks. Mm. So a body cream that has Retin-A in it, I made one. It's called Supermodel Sculpt Contour Cream. It's really nice for those kind of... Yeah. softening the changes. And what haven't you done? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> I gotta solve these problems for my girls. <laughs> you have to. Now, what do you think about the whole Ozempic phase? I like, am a fan and, and a believer, and I actually lost about 15 to 20 pounds using Wagovi, which is one of the semaglutide type of injections. Wow. Yes. Yeah, you look amazing. Oh, like, thank you. Yeah, but amazing. I definitely had over you know 20 years and four children and four pregnancies, I've put on some you don't look like weight you have four at all. Kids? Uh, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know you had four kids. Wow, I have four kids. Yeah, wow. one set of twins and two others. <laughs> yeah. So one of my patients, Dr. Danielle Bellardo, she's also awesome for you guys to interview. She's a cardiologist and she does plant based medicine. And she, oh, I love that. She also is a pioneer in the weight loss injection field. And the reason that she and I both love these products is because if you lose fifteen to twenty pounds, you're going to improve your cardiovascular health. Mm-hmm. This is not just about beauty and skinny. Mm-hmm. This is about get off your blood pressure mm-hmm. pill, stop getting pre-diabetic, mm-hmm. don't have high cholesterol, and improve all your joint and mm-hmm. body functions. Yeah. And so sometimes you've tried everything. you tried mm-hmm. diet, you tried exercise, and people are so critical. Even in the weight loss industry, mm-hmm. they think that you're doing something wrong, and you're really not. Your metabolism changes. Your drive for food when you're on these products is so much better. It's like it turns off that little mild obsession of what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? I got to eat everything. I got to eat everything. <laughs> I got to have it. I got to. I got to have it. I got to have it. Then it just slows down your digestion. It makes you think more carefully about what you want to eat. Is it worth it? Because you're not that hungry all the time, mm-hmm. and you fill up faster. 
It mm-hmm. slows down your gastric emptying. Mm-hmm. And so if you take it starting slowly, the side effects are really minimal. And mm-hmm. if it's supervised by a good physician, you'll do great with mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. I have been a huge fan. My husband saw me losing 15 pounds, and he got on it. He lost 15 oh, wow. pounds. His office wow. manager lost 40 pounds. Wow. Oh, my, my God. Like, so many of my patients lose 20 to 40 pounds, wow. and the weight loss is sustained. Okay. Like, no, you don't gain it back right when you finish. Oh, that's, yeah, because that was another question. I've heard that that's what happens when you get off of it. It all comes back. But no. Yeah. It's a lot of it's behavioral change, so you do yeah, have to totally. rethink how you eat. Yeah. But it's such a great tool, like, for changing how you feel about yourself yeah. and like you're gonna shed the weight it's just very consistent yeah not about the ozempic stuff but okay <laughs> that one gross hair on your chin not your chin saying in general oh, like, no, oh, i have chin. that one i, I do have you, that one we get that in general some of us what is what is that just like one spot one thick hair what what the heck is that i know i've often thought about like if only we could clone the one gene that does that and put it in all the rest <laughs> totally. of the hair like what the yeah, heck right, right. right. Like, that's why i don't want it like what causes like what i know it's so random and gross but i was like thinking about that I'm like what is that it's just hormonal but there is literally now a gene that's been discovered that if you turn it on will increase hair growth and like I think it's just a mutation in one little hair that must cause that because the rest of those hairs behave so it's just so random and they definitely pop up as you get to be perimenopausal or as your hormone levels are fluctuating but like you even get those in your 20s so it's Mm -hmm. just part of being a human woman yeah I was in the car and I'm like what is this am I growing a beard (laughs) (laughs) like I have to ask Dr. K about that I think in in your age group definitely if you're in 20s and 30s and you're getting excess hairs please check with your OB-GYN doctor make sure you don't have polycystic ovaries because that is definitely one of the signs. So for us girls on a budget, <laughs> yes. what are some good like drugstore products that you are a fan of? Well, definitely um, the oil of Olay type of retinol mm-hmm. or the rock retinol if you want to start on a good product. I think everyone who's acne prone, sh- there are tools at the drugstore to use. So the benzoyl mm-hmm. peroxide washes are great, mm-hmm. especially Neutrogena mm-hmm. is one of my favorite brands. I think they do so much product research. So starting with something like that, mm-hmm. good for breakouts. And the a retinol, if you're getting breakouts, is also mm-hmm. very important for clearing up acne. So I think those two are awesome. Do not like St. Ives face scrub, <laughs> the apricot scrubs. They're I've really, used that before. <laughs> they're really abrasive ones. I have too, and I think we all grew up like trying those things. But just to realize that the more you abrade your skin, it's like sandpapering your skin. Mm. So you're creating cracks, fissures, mm-hmm. and really like long-term damage mm-hmm. to the skin. What do you recommend to exfoliate then? I like the idea of a much more fine exfoliating solution. Okay. Um, of course, have a product is called Perfecting Polish. You got it all. <laughs> oh my but use something with um, finer granules that's not going to have irregular edges that tear the skin. Mm-hmm. So you can, I think, really um, great products. I love Vaseline products. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of occlusively like putting on a little Vaseline around the eyes mm-hmm. at night to prevent fine lines and wrinkles. Mm-hmm. I love Vaseline for that's the neck. I'm gonna buy some today. Coconut oil. Okay, yeah. Trader Joe's makes this aerosol coconut oil spray, cooking cool. spray. I love that for like right before I wash my hair. I'll put that in and it gets deep conditioned for three minutes. Yeah, and that one's really nice for body spray, spraying on your body because coconut oil can be messy. So that's a fun tip right there. I love, I put coconut oil on my, as like lotion sometimes on my body. Lather it up. I love that coconut oil. Neutrogena sunscreens are all great. I really love the baby sunscreens that come as a stick because they're pure mineral. They're zinc oxide and mineral 
um, and they are reflective. So the sun hits you and bounces off, and really mm. easy to reapply. So I like the Neutrogena and the baby sunscreens that okay. I have. And wow. I love Johnson & Johnson's Pink Baby Lotion. Really? <laughs> it smells so oh good. Oh, my gosh. Well, the baby stuff is just more delicate. I feel like they don't add as much harsh exactly. ingredients. So it's a lot cleaner, right? Yes, yeah. it's yeah. very clean. Mm -hmm. And then their body soaps for baby wash mm -hmm. stuff is great, too, because it doesn't strip the skin of all the essential mm -hmm. oils. So you, can all, you can't go wrong with some of those products. Okay. On the other hand, I'm not a huge fan of like CeraVe and these moisturizers that everybody mm. really advocates I've been for. Everyone loves CeraVe, so that's interesting. Why? Yeah, is that? because there's a lot of there's alcohol-based moisturizers. They spread oh. easily because they have alcohol in them. Some of them, and that is not the best for your skin. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know We're that. I've been so using much CeraVe, today. so now I'm like, Cetaphil, I'm CeraVe. <laughs> there's a few things you have to really check the ingredient profile. Yeah. On. What are some bad beauty habits that some of us kind of fall for or beauty myths uh well the worst beauty habit is probably the picking picking and doing home surgery on your face <laughs> <laughs> touching picking that's what self-care is for the mirror just pop 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 i yeah. know but like the more we look at our selfie camera or the more you look at the magnifying mirrors magnifying mirrors are awful because you will find things to Agreed. pick oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so in general, it's funny how you go like on a week of vacation mm -hmm. in some sunny environment and you're away from your mirror, away from your computer, away from your, you know, your skin clears up. Mm -hmm. So getting a little sun every day is helpful on oh, the skin awesome. too. I agree with that. I feel like it's good for your skin in small doses. Small doses mm -hmm. and early morning sun and, you know, the golden hour in the mm -hmm. evenings. Those are the best times for sun exposure. Mm -hmm. But bad beauty habits would be like, you know, going out in the midday and, and, you know, thinking that your sunscreen protects you when you're not reapplying every two hours, you got to use a reapplication oh. process. And you got to use... one and done. No. So oh, one no. and done is nice for your first layer of the day. And then technically speaking, if oh. you're outdoors, you need to have like either a powder duster brush or reapplication mm -hmm. every couple hours. Okay. Wow. Two hours, every two hours, the sunscreen wears off. That's, That's a lot to keep up yeah. with. Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> like, listen back and take notes. It's all know. stuff that we all can use. Yeah. yeah. That, I think those are probably the worst habits is too much sun, not, not using enough sunscreen. If you put out your first two fingers and you're putting sunscreen on your face, you want to have a line of sunscreen the length of each finger. Like that's that's a lot actually. Mm -hmm. And I think we put like maybe a, a quarter mm -hmm. of a finger mm -hmm. for the whole right. face. Wow. Right. So we're all guilty of probably under treating uh -huh. with sunscreen. So you're saying that the sunscreen amount you should be putting on your face is a fingers Two length. fingers. If I squirt the bottle, one finger, two fingers, that much is going to cover my face. Wow. Yeah. No, no, I'm no, learning no. so much right now. I've been doing this all In the retin-A, only like tiny <laughs> bit. I'm like over here, the whole thing. I'm in the opposite. <laughs> I'm like smothered on the retin-A, but then the sunscreen, I'm like... You're like, I'm dead. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is stuff that like nobody taught us. And I, I hope know. our listeners get yeah. a lot of value because I feel like skincare sometimes can be intimidating because mm -hmm. like I said before, there's just so much product. There's so many things. Botox, so all many of it. Can be so yeah, yeah. intimidating. Yeah. When to start and how to start. And right. Fellas, just, Botox. There's just so much, yeah. you know? That's true. I think that we, this generation has been so influenced by skin influencers that I really want everyone to take a step back and understand who is giving you your skincare advice. Because yeah. literally, if you look at their 
diploma from high school, college, resume, whatever, mm -hmm. there ain't no skin education on there. And they've just come <laughs> up with this product that has become their passion, right. that's just become a sales mm -hmm. vehicle. Right. And I want people to have seek the advice of experts. Mm -hmm. Really important. To like not yourself. just buy mm -hmm. what Sephora is telling you is trending. Like for, for makeup, great. For skincare, you, you can do better. And mm -hmm. I think in your 20s, okay, you can shop at Target. In your 30s, okay, you can get your skincare a little bit at Sephora. But and when you hit 30s to 40s and you're serious about looking good long-term and 50s and beyond, you really need medical-grade skincare. Mm. Why would you pay so much for a brand name like La Mer or Shiseido or all these brands that are just like so much advertising and packaging and not that much in ingredients so, and product development? So true. So if there's one... <laughs> product if someone was going to come to your site and they're like okay i want to get one product what is like the go-to product that you would recommend the one that's a great question only pick one if i could only put one thing on okay if i was on a desert island i'm yes. gonna have to say sunscreen i knew you're gonna however say <laughs> <laughs> however since i'm indoors all the time it's gonna probably be my vitamin c serum because wow. that lighten makes you lighter brighter tighter mm -hmm. It improves antioxidants, improve the sun damage and brown mm -hmm. spots. And at nighttime, collagen is built with vitamin C as a cofactor. Mm -hmm. So I think that product is really awesome. And probably Retin-A is the other one that you mm -hmm. can't live without. Only one? Yeah. Okay. Only fine. one? Gosh, you answered yeah. This all is my questions. So insightful. <laughs> so you have... You have no, wait. Wait, hold what? On. what? One last question. Who's been your favorite celebrity client? Ooh. Oh, you knew I can't say that. I know. <laughs> we, we no, I was trying. I was trying to the celebrities, all the influencers. Who's been the worst? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right? Oh we God. do have a lot of really nice ladies who come, and they'll even come on my page with me, so you can check it out. It's yeah. Beauty by Dr. K. <laughs> One of my favorites that you recently did, I just, can I say? Yeah. It's um, Real Housewives. Oh, yeah. She's great, Kyle. Yeah. Kyle. Yeah. We nice. saw, we've seen all of them here, and they are really nice people. They're actually quite down to earth. And really? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good to it's know. It's funny how the media makes everyone glamorous Ooh, and villainous yeah. and, like, all the things. They amplifies everything. Yeah. That's <laughs> we, just yeah. Really nice down to earth people. It's always so refreshing. You meet someone and they're like the nicest the person. Nicest, yeah. yeah, we run into her husband all the time on Ventura. LA, everyone's just yeah. everywhere. Um, so you have a podcast as well. Where can people find you if they want to come see you? Sure, come Tell visit all. me here in LA. I have an office in Pasadena and Beverly Hills, and our Instagram is Beauty by Dr. K. D-R-K-A-Y. Our website is the same, beautybydrk.com if you want to try some amazing skincare. Mm -hmm. And our podcast is on iTunes and everywhere podcasts show up. It's called Secrets of a Plastic Surgeon. Mm -hmm. I want to remind you that you have the tools, the technology, the modern technology. If something is safe, makes you feel happy, just do it for yourself. I love yes, that. Yes, I love that. Well, Dr. K, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. This has Yay. been so fun. Yay. And I'm going to go reevaluate my skincare <laughs> regimen. Oh, my gosh. Stay beautiful. Bye. Bye.